This is a Skeptic Frogs production. Fire. Air. Water. Earth. Eight years have passed since the Avatar's untimely end, with fear that the Avatar line may have ended, and with withering hope for the White Lotus to continue holding peace, the search for the next Avatar hastily begins. Previously on Dice Benders. Are you going to be wearing this suit? Alright, let's watch. Yeah, I'm just gonna go to the window and, like, look outside. I think me and and Tara should be, are gonna be making our way to Udini's place. Ludini, uh, he gave you a ticket or some sort of pass, right? No. He just told me to show up. We have our white lotus sashes. Uh, you guys are making your way to Dini's mansion for this final of this confrontation slash party. And that, I believe, is where we are. Oh, we were talking about we're hoping uh, Yang and and uh, and Jaeger get along and hoping Yang can quit his little melodrama thing. <laughs> oh yeah, that little dramatic boy. <laughs> I was going to say, you guys can have a little conversation now, if you'd like. When was the last time you went to a house this fancy? <sighs> when I left okay. home. When I left home, that was the last time I went to a house this fancy. You? <laughs> Me too. Same thing. It's just amazing how both of us... Um, because we, because we kind of know we're rich. We don't know each other how rich they are. The other is. <laughs> yeah, like truth be told. Each other up. Yeah, Who's basically, richer? this is this is your first time, both of you, really having one on one time with each other. In the same way that it was Yang and Jaeger's first time when this group was split up. So, as you guys are making your way to Dini's mansion. Uh, we'll go with Kevin. What's on your mind? I'm hoping it would just be a it would just be a good party. Nothing bad's gonna happen, and um, and we just want to find out if the statue is there. And hope, and that's what I'm hoping for so far. <laughs> okay. And Tara, what about you as you guys are making your way? Um, I think Tara's probably thinking a lot about how um, Jaeger's story sounds oddly or maybe eerily familiar to um, how she left her previous family. And so she's a little paranoid at the moment. And then also like walking into a rich person's house also feels very reminiscent of her past so her headspace is like oh boy yeah it's it, you feel like you're kind of hitting home a little bit right yeah that's that's how you would say that <laughs> yeah and i would say that's how both of you are really feeling kevin you grew up rich taro mm -hmm. you grew up in a similar situation so this this feels on one hand, it feels good. On another hand, maybe not so much, depending on who you're asking. As you guys make your way 
to the outskirts, the eastern outskirts of the city. Um, as you are making your way, you start to see more and more fancier vehicles uh, around you as they're making their way as well to Ludini's mansion. Uh, you end up stopping at this this uh, street light where you see one of the street names is Dini Lane, and uh, I'm pretty sure I don't need to tell you guys that that should be the or that you're traveling down. You guys make your way down there. You see a lot of the fancy cars have been driving through. Eventually, after maybe about a 10 minute walk of just road, uh, you finally reach the front of Dini's mansion, which is surrounded by this giant stone wall um, surrounded on all corners from where you can see. You see a lot of light source behind this wall and you see some in front. You see some guards standing at the gate allowing passage to people that are walking through. There was a place to park their vehicles over on the side outside of the wall. Um, and I want... No, you guys would both remember. Uh, what's both of your intelligences? My intelligence? Thirteen. 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 Taro, you remember where you guys are now? This wall that's right here? This is where you guys dropped off at when you first got to the city. Oh. Wow. Full circle. Right? Uh, (laughs) You happen happen to look on the, the walls here and you see the logo for second century lion fox, which is basically uh, a fox with a lion-like tail and a lion's mane, and it's sitting there majestic in the same way that uh, that you would normally think of a lion. The it's that company that does the lion head that roars for movies in our world. Um, Oh, I know it? what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about too. Um, I can't. I can't for life of me remember. But as long as you guys both know what I'm talking about, that's kind of the image it is. It's just a still image of the lion fox roaring with a beautiful majestic mane and just shoulders up, basically. MGM. That's it. <laughs> yes. Yes. I had to Google it. Me too. <laughs> that was a quick Google. But you guys walk up to the gate and are immediately stopped. The two guards that are standing in front. Uh, you guys have seen these types of uniforms before. Uh, Taro, you remember even when you guys first dropped down here when you were coming into the city, you saw a couple guards that were walking the perimeter of the wall anyway. Uh, but this also strikes... Are these, are these the same guards from when we were in the factory? Uh, roll me a perception check. Just her? Do you want to? Sure. Okay. 11 plus 2, 13. 15 plus 3, 18. Okay. Um, Kevin, it, it's familiar, but you can't quite put your finger on it. And Taro, yes. You can Hello. see the same similar type of uniform from the factory. Evan, this looks vaguely familiar to you. You can't quite put your finger on where, though. 
Katara? Do those uniforms look familiar to you? Oh yeah, we totally uh beat them up in the factory. Oh crap. Just, just don't say anything. Everything's cool. I need a couple of drinks. <laughs> Are you old enough to drink? I want to say yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, eighteen. I don't know what the legal age of drinking in the water tribes is. Eighteen. <laughs> okay, I believe you. Young you can be without getting caught. I have no idea what the drinking age here is, but in the war tribe, it is 18. <laughs> you guys walk up to the gate. Um, both of these guards stop you, and one of them is like, uh, do you guys have your passes? Uh, we're part of the White Lotus. Ludini invited us at a tea shop. You see the one that asked you that just kind of looks at the person that's next to them uh, with widen slightly widened eyes the other one just looks back gives a nod and uh they kind of move to the side and they say well welcome welcome to Deanie's mansion please don't touch anything we'll Thank try you. our best <laughs> you guys enter uh within the wall and you see this really gorgeous looking courtyard complete with flowers and shrubs decorated along the path leading to the building along with all of the inner perimeter of the wall uh, you see a gorgeous a new earth kingdom fountain which would be uh, this is that would be surprising because this is a part of the united provinces so taro the artwork looks very familiar to you uh, but you see this fountain off of the path in this courtyard leading to the house just a little ways with some um, benches nearby you see a few very well-dressed looking people are sitting at this at some of these benches under uh, light bulb lit uh, street lights basically uh, the water inside this fountain is crystal clear and it shows the beautiful awe of the full moon as a uh, in, in the very glistening fashion. You see various statues showcasing what appears to be a collection of objects gathered from around the world. Uh, most notably, uh, both of you would uh, give me history checks. Both of you. Yay, I'm proficient in history. <laughs> 14 plus 3, 17. Uh, 14 total. Okay, that's good enough for both of you. You guys recognize this is a statue of Chin the Great, uh, which must mean that this is centuries old. Uh, the conquest of Chin the Great slash Chin the Conqueror, whoever, depends on who you ask, happened ages ago. That happened back with uh, Avatar Kiyoshi, which was well over, uh, almost over it was over 300 years ago so this statue is very old but very well kept but you see other various statues similar to that historical events uh, you see a few smaller statues of different avatars or just it looks like a very nice if 
if you didn't know any better, this would just be a really interesting museum to a courtyard because of all the the fancy uh, the statues and other memorabilia that he has out in this courtyard area. Yep, but, he definitely acts. He definitely acts like the rich. <laughs> You're telling me. Kevin's bougie is just it's blaring now. <laughs> <laughs> You guys walk inside the home proper, and you find a grand room crowded with guests and guards, statues and paintings. Everyone is dressed in their highest fashion, and you can see there's a huge mix of different nations here. You see a lot of Fire Nation, plenty of Earth Nation, a few Water, uh, Republic, all kinds of different nations and uh, nationalities have are gathered here today. You see musicians are playing so a soft slew of songs, uh, almost like the types of songs you'd expect to hear in a ballroom or in a museum. Uh, every so often it's kind of hard to tell from the noise of the crowd. Uh, you'd see paintings of different historical moments, a world map you see over in the corner where the table is that has their own foods and drinks should you wish to gather some yourself. Uh, this world map is prior to the United Provinces even existing, so this could be, if you give it a little bit of time and analyzing, you could pinpoint where exactly in history this is. It just, you see different stuffings of different types of animals. You see obviously a platypus bear, which would be a very common one. You see uh, polar bear dogs, a lot of bears, a lot of bear type of things. <laughs> you see butlers are bringing food to the guests and drinks. Even standing. A, a regular bear? <laughs> uh, give me a perception check. Okay. Oh, sure, I won't notice. Three plus two, that's a five, so Kevin don't notice. <laughs> no, there's too many people in the room, it's hard for you to tell. But Taro, I would like you to also roll a perception check as well. That makes me nervous. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> two plus... Three, five. <laughs> so you, you five are noticing buddies. a you are noticing a big um some really nice drinks seem to be passed around because this crowd seems to be very into what's going on at this party. Oh my god. I'm gonna grab me one of those. Me too. You walk you guys walk over to one of the butlers, tap him on the shoulder and he goes, Oh yes, how may I help you? Give me the strongest thing you got. His butler eyes widen slightly before he puts them back in butler mode. You know, the basically almost closed butler <laughs> eyes. <laughs> ah, yes. Just, um, yes, yes, quite. And he just kind of nods at you, and he looks over at you, Kevin, and just waits for a response if you wanted anything. I, I have what she having. And you see, he's. Are you just sure kinda, about that? He just smirks oh, very quickly. Fine. And he just okay, kind of looks fine. at you after you ask. I can have ask, a glass of wine. One glass of wine and the strongest thing we have. And he he sees that you guys are sure about this, so he turns, he pivots with one foot, and then just kind of marches away uh, in a very butler-like fashion. One arm is behind his back, and the other is holding a tray of what look like meats of some kind and, and crackers of other kinds. But as you guys stand there and kind of wait for him to come back, 
you hear Taro, you recognize it just because it's very him, but you're hearing the step-step thud of a cane touching the ground as a very tall top hat seems to break from the crowd around you guys. And you, you see, and Kevin, this is your first time seeing, Lou Dini is standing in front of you guys. There's the leading man. Okay. Ah, hello. And he looks, he, he smiles at you, Taro, and then looks at Kevin and pauses for a moment before he smiles as well. And Kevin, the man that you see in front of you is a very short man. This is like a five foot guy, very large handlebar mustache. And you see, Taro, if you thought that the suit he wore before was a gloriously decorative suit, this tops it by a league and a half. Uh, this is a man dressed in the most fashionable of fashion that you've even seen. Uh, even you, Kevin. Uh, this big golden-rimmed cane and, uh, as I said, a big top hat. And he has a really nice-looking bow tie that seems to be polka-dotted with, with brown and, uh, and yellow. And he looks at the two of you, looks, looks at Kevin, and does his smile, and he goes... Ah, you must be one of the members of the White Lotus, as well. I am. Ah, well, it is a pleasure to meet you. Are you, uh... Are you a firebender as well? You can see. He sure is. Ah, interesting. And he looks over at, at Taro, looks at you again, Kevin. And he, he goes... Well, it is such a pleasure in having you guys here. The, t the people here are going to be very excited to know that the members of the White Lotus are here at the party. In fact, and as a butler is walking by, he grabs one of the drinks from... He has to kind of like reach on his toes to grab it, but he grabs one of the drinks off of the tray and he pulls out like this little something that he had in his, uh, in his clothing, looks like some kind of pen or whatever, and starts tapping on it. Uh, and the crowd, everything just kind of stops as he does this. The music stops, and everybody's eyes just gravitate to the center of the room where you three are. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to announce the White Lotus is here. And he kind of like steps back and uh, allows you two to be the center of attention, and the whole crowd starts clapping. Some of them are tapping on their drinks uh, and... Uh, you know, you're getting a very warm welcome at this party here, just being members of the White Lotus. Thank you all I'm for gonna, your kindness. As I'm I awkwardly wave. And I will give a slight bow. Ah, we have people of culture here as well. And he, he gives a bow to you, Kevin. Uh, and a few of them kind of chuckle a little bit to Taro's nervous wave uh, before the crowd kind of goes back into their conversations. And uh, Deanie steps back up in front of you guys and he says now if there's anything you want do not hesitate to ask i will be walking around and pretty soon we will be seeing the trailer for our mover would it be bold of me to ask for that autograph before you get too busy in this night ah yes i've got that taken care of don't you worry he kind of just like waves his hand to what you were saying almost as if he was not fully paying attention to what you were saying Oh, okay. Okay. Now I must go say hello to a few more... What was that? Just one of those nights. 
<laughs> I just pat, I give her a slight pat, pat on the shoulder for support. And he goes, <gasps> I, I must be off now to say hello to a few more of my guests. Go, and be he, free. He gives a bow and a big crooked smile. He goes, I will be back. And just kind of like disappears into the crowd. Will he, though? <laughs> the can, I, can I ask, um, how tall is his top hat? I don't know if I asked before. He didn't ask. It's like 10 inches. Okay. I, if With him wearing his hat, he's almost... His hat is eye level with all of you. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was holding it in for so long. <laughs> oh boy! As you guys oh, are, so, as you guys start just laughing uh, at Dini's, uh, I guess, appearance and top hat, the butler comes back and he has one glass of wine and then one uh, very, very just strong-smelling drink for the two of you. Do you want me to lessen the potency of that polypara? <laughs> As I whispered that to her. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I got it. Okay. I'm gonna pat his shoulder, like, reassuringly. I got that. Okay. <laughs> uh, as I take my wine, I'm, I'm leaning towards the, the butler. What exactly is that drink? Well, it has a blend of cactus juice and other various... Ales from around the nation. Oh my god! <laughs> she don't hear what we are. <laughs> Does she know, uh, know that now? Uh, well, was she saying that? That was Susanna saying that. As Kevin is asking this, Taro, you're looking at your drink. What do you think? Do you think you should uh, just dive right into it? I'm just gonna go for it. You only live once, you know what I mean? That's right, alright. So you, as Kevin, you're sitting there asking the butler about what's in it. You both kind of stop and look at Taro as she chugs the whole thing down in one gulp. And you both just stand there wide-eyed watching her. <laughs> Taro, I need you to roll me a constitution saving throw. Yeah, that's what I was hoping you'd say. Okay, where's the d20? I got three new pairs of dice. And I Yay! have nice. options. Mm, I want this. Please be good to me. 13, I think. 13? I you so. are at first level drunk. Yeah. Which means, which means that for the rest of the night, you get disadvantage on persuasion and deception checks. But you do gain advantage against being frightened. On persuasion and what? Deception. Okay. In other words, your your um your words are now a little bit slurred. You're already feeling um in effect uh, as you stand in the crowd, but you are feeling mighty fearless. Oh Lord, she's lit. <laughs> She is nice and lit. <laughs> and you, you see, the bottom dollar. 
you see uh, the butler is already long gone. Like, he just wanted nothing to do with that. You chugging down that drink like that. He's like, nope, nope, not not tonight. <laughs> not gonna deal with that. Oh, Lord. Kevin, you've got your glass of wine. And like any wine, you, I'm giving a nice, good smell. Trying to catch, trying to catch that aroma. This wine smell. It smells mm-hmm. very rosy. <laughs> you can tell this is a rosé. Ooh. Whoa. Lovely. And I'm going to sip my wine. I'm going to enjoy every ounce of it. Alright, you start sipping on your wine. Alright, and... so what are we doing in this party? Are you... You remember walking in that there was some music playing. There's a lot of stuff that you can look at and just admire his collection of, of art and stuff from around the world. Uh, there's food over at one of the tables, and you do see that the uh, stand that the musicians are playing on has some sort of like screen in the back uh, behind them, probably sh- uh, there for the mover that he's supposed to be showing, the trailie for the mover that he's supposed to be showing later on tonight. Tyro, let's go examine his artwork. I just got a feeling. You know? Sure. To the art. Hang on to uh, me. Just hang on to me. Tyro, you see another butler walking by and he's got a similar drink to what you just had. Oh man, is that one of those things? Oh no, you know you already nice and lit. Come on, come on. As Kevin just just uh, carefully um, dragging her to uh, towards the art. I'm older than you. What are you doing? Yeah, man, you already lit. <laughs> Got to start the party somewhere. See, Remember, we the... we got. Come on. Remember, we got to stay focused. You see the butler that you were about to talk to kind of just pauses and looks at you guys and looks kind of confused before turning back around and going back to what they were doing. And besides, there's a statue in the, um, at the middle of the island that is missing. This is a good place to look for it. And, this, and we only got one opportunity to do this, so let's look around. Okay. I'll look around for a big statue. This could be fun. (laughs) 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 Alright. The two of you, roll me investigation checks as you are weaving through the crowd looking at all this art. Okay. Yay! 18 plus 1, 19! 5 plus 2, 7. (laughs) <laughs> Damn, that thing already hit hard. <laughs> Kevin. Oh my god. Kevin, you start kind of looking around. You see a lot of the artwork. There seems to be at least one guard standing nearby within like 10 or so feet from each other, all just kind of standing near the art to make sure nobody touches anything. And you're you're looking around. You see some stuff from even the water tribes. Uh, you're seeing a gorgeous painting of the the moon spirit to koi within the pond um, at the at the spirit oasis and all this stuff you're seeing stuff from uh, the earth kingdom you're seeing a beautiful portrait of uh, from bossing say 
uh, sitting gloriously next to another couple paintings that were that's Earth Kingdom related. You're seeing one that's of the Fire Nation capital. Uh, you do see something that's actually catching your eye a lot more than the others. You're seeing a painting of the same type of spirit totems that you saw on the island with a giant totem centered on it as this uh, painting just kind of catches your eye and you lock eyes with it. As you walk up to it to kind of examine it a little bit, you happen to glance over to the side and believe it or not, the very statue that's in this painting is sitting over to the side. There are two guards oh. standing in front of it. Oh, Lord. Oh, shit. That Taro. was Susanna saying that. Not Taro. <laughs> Kevin, mm-hmm. you're, you you uh, realize that. What do you want to do? I'm going to first tell Taro, hey, um, that's the statue we're looking for. Kevin, you go and start to say that, and you pause and look around. Taro isn't over there. Taro, you're over by the drinks. Yeah. <laughs> and the person behind the table is like, what would you like, ma'am? I'll tell you what I would like. I'd like that the drink that I had earlier. Do you know what it is? When the butler that took care of you earlier comes up and whispers in his ear. He kind of widens his eyes and is like mouthing, are you sure? Are you sure? And the one that... Uh, whispered in his ear, just kind of puts his hand on the other one's shoulder and just nods solemnly before walking away. And he looks back at you and he goes, well, certainly, Matt. And he mixes it up for you. He pours in some, like, greenish juice and pours in some other types of, uh, it looks like some brown juice or something, mixes it all together and hands you the drink. And what would you say is the alcohol content on this? Uh, it depends on... Well, the, the better question is, uh, how well do you want to wake up tomorrow morning? <laughs> hmm, that is quite a question. Hmm. I grabbed the drink. Wait, are the drinks free? I should ask that. You didn't have to pay for the last one. Okay, yeah, I grabbed the drink. Okay, do you drink it now? I'm just gonna sip on it. <laughs> You're just gonna sip on it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll say when you get halfway, you'll have to make a check. Alright. But yeah, you start sipping on it, and uh, Ludini walks up to you, and he goes, Ah, I was looking everywhere for you. I have a question for you, and possibly your your friend. Yeah, what's up? Do you mind giving my humbled guests and myself, even, a sneak peek at what the White Lotus is capable of. What do you mean? He smiles and he just goes, Just a short demonstration against a few of my guards to measure up the strength of the White Lotus. <laughs> uh, she's gonna look into the bottom of her drink and she's gonna think... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And he goes, now this won't be anything serious. Um, I just want to demonstrate to the members of the other nations what the White Lotus can do. After all, there are some... Sorry, let me say that again. After all... 
It's like I'm drinking. I am <laughs> drinking. <laughs> he goes, after all, there are still some schools that you wish to open in other nations, are there not? It's a better way to demonstrate your necessity than to showcase what you can do. I, I mean, we are still sort of baby members. Uh, I'll go find my... I'll go find Kevin first. Kevin, you say? Ah, that must be the firebender that you were with. Oh. What an odd name for a firebender, and he just kind of uh, smiles at you crookedly. Yeah, he's, uh, I mean, he's from Republic City. You gotta give him a little bit of a break. Uh, roll me a persuasion check, and this has to be made with disadvantage. Okay, let me get another dice out. <laughs> uh, oh, sh I got a 20 and a 19. Nice. Plus persuasion is minus one, so 18. He just, he just smiles he at go? you. And he smiles at you and he goes, Ah, yes, that's right. That name would be more... Public nation, they're trying to fit a more, and he puts his hands up and does air quotes when he says, Modern naming. <laughs> Let's find your babysitter and come back to see me. Okay. And she grits her teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, uh, you just turned around to try to find where Taro is, and she was not next to you. Where the heck did she go? Oh lord. Well, like they, like my mother used to say, if you ever get lost, stay where you are. Somebody bound to find you. Yeah, so I'm gonna stay right here in front of the statue. <laughs> okay, Taro, <laughs> roll me an like, investigation. Kevin, Kevin, where are you? <laughs> okay, um, Kevin, roll me persuasion, or not persuasion, perception. I mean. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> And Taro, how far into the drink are you now? Um, like a third. Okay. And I'm still drinking my rosé. Oh my gosh, how far into the drink are you? Because I'm sipping up. And I'm like a third in... Uh, I'm a little third. Okay. Yep, what is the uh, roll that you got? Thirteen. Thirteen, you can barely make out the sounds of someone. It sounds like someone's calling your name. I'm looking around like, who the heck is calling me? Oh, well. Mm, they must make some real powerful rosé in, in this in this area. <laughs> Taro, go ahead and roll me an investigation. Um, Eighteen. You find Kevin is just standing by one of these statues, looking around, um, and just, sorry, excuse me, looking around and just kind of, uh, waiting, it looks like. Hello? Were you not hearing me? Oh, sorry. Uh, Taro, look at the statue. It's a big statue. This Listen. Is the, this is the missing statue. 
Okay, but Ludini wants us to make a demonstration. And he thinks you're a firebender. Uh, you probably got a good surprise. Uh... Well, Wait, is this the statue? That's what I'm trying to tell you. This is the statue that was missing from the island. As you say that, you're hearing the tap-tap of the cane as somebody walks up behind you and he goes, Ah! There you are! Houdini, can I ask you a quick question? Sure, but at first, I'm sure your ally here has mentioned something I would like for you guys to show a demonstration on what the White Lotus is capable of. Okay. Now, what do you, you say? Showing, showing what the White Lotus is made of in front of all of these very esteemed guests that is sure to help your community out. Anything to help the White Lotus in the oh. help. Tyra, if I would do whatever it takes. You ready, Tyra? Yeah, I guess, but I don't know if this will help the reputation. And Dini just smiles and he goes, I will make an announcement shortly. And he waddles his way over uh, back into the crowd. But make sure you give you us some. But who didn't? Make sure you give us some clothing that we can actually bend, uh, proper bending. This is we're wearing some nice outfits and we don't want to get them burned. You see, he just kind of waves his hand as he walks through the crowd, as if like he's I mean, brushing off what you're what you said. I've been uh, wearing the same clothes this whole time, so I'm fine. <laughs> I'm wearing some expensive crap, <laughs> so you know I I don't want to get this sucker ruined. <laughs> Like what are you gonna? How are how are you gonna firebend? Who says I'm gonna firebend? He thinks they you're think. a firebender. And that works perfectly for me. <laughs> oh, we could do the element of surprise. <laughs> okay, Tara, I think it's about time for you to make another Constitution saving throw. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> How about oh, God. <laughs> four plus six, ten? Oh my God, that's really bad. Oh you no! Are... <laughs> I'm debating if I should do second level or third level on you. Let me roll a dice and find oh, out. Oh no! Okay. Second, only... second, 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 yeah, second, it's second. It's only going to be second level. So now, Taro, yes. you are even more drunk. You have disadvantage on ability checks. All ability checks. Oh my God. But you get to roll a hit die to gain temporary hit points because now you're feeling tough and rowdy. So go ahead and roll a d10 and whatever's on your dice, you add that into your temporary hit die. Kevin, okay. uh, I would I would say you can roll a constitution saving throw as well for your wine. Okay. If I rolled a zero, is that a 10? That is a 10. Okay, great. I'll need it. 19 Are we using... plus 5, um, so that is 24. You have a 5 to your constitution? I think that's the right the right one, because I'm drinking water right now. I need all my math skills. Ah, there's no way you've got a plus 5 to constitution. Spoiler alert, Kevin was correct. But, Taro, you are definitely more drunky drunk. Kevin, you're holding your... Well, wine. 
You are holding your wine pretty well. Taro is not. She is just not. <laughs> I'll pray for you, Taro. <laughs> Take this drink away from me. It's so good. I'm Kevin's reek. <laughs> Kevin's reek like. Try some wine, and I'm going to take this drink and toss it into the plant. <laughs> I'll actually give it to the waiter. Right. You're going to kill a plant? No, I'm going to give it to the waiter. Oh I'm my god. <laughs> Taro, Taro, Kevin is attempting to take your drink away. Should I <laughs> roll to do something about it? Yeah, uh, Kevin, you can roll a sleight of hand, and Taro, you can roll a... Uh... I guess a post sleight of hand to see how quickly you can move. 16 plus this is 2. 18. I got a 1, so. You got <laughs> it. Oh, yeah, you very, you very slowly try to like move away. You're just like, ah, oh, no. And uh, Kevin, you go and grab the drink. But lo and behold, Kevin, the glass is empty. Oh. Dang, girl. You <laughs> you I come from a family of <laughs> heavy drinkers. Oh, Lord have mercy. Spirit, and be with us. You hear, you hear a waiter walks up to you. Yes. Take this glass. Does she actually any more alcohol tonight? Deny her. Wait, he, you're he not just, my mom or dad. He grabs the cup and just looks at you, Taro, just, like, to get verification that that's okay. First of all... Yeah, it's mad, okay. and, we got a, and we got a contest to do. Do you want oh any more God. alcohol before you be flat on your butt? Or you want to win this contest? Take your pick. <sighs> He's right. I'll just take water next time. If I say, give me that strong stuff, just give me water. Uh, are you sure? Yes. Throw me a persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 14 and 13. 13 plus... Or, just kidding, minus one. 12. He just kind of looks at you for a second and then just nods and says, Yes, ma'am, and walks away. Tara, I love you, but I care about your safety. And right now, we have a demonstration to do. And as you say that, you hear uh, Deanie's voice go... I appreciate go, it, I guess. You hear Deanie's voice um, over at the microphone. You see, you see him standing on the stage, and he goes, Ladies and gentlemen... As I said before, we have ourselves two members of the White Lotus. Give it up for them again. And he gestures towards you guys, and the crowd just kind of does the same thing, gravitates their eyes towards you, starts clapping very loudly. Taro, this is kind of loud. And eventually they stop, and they look back over at Dini, and he says, And they were very kind as to say that they would not mind showing these guests, all of you, my people, what the White Lotus can do. And so, as he looks over, he gestures over. Uh, it looks like two different types of uh, guards that he has. Uh, and they clear the, the space, clear the center of the room into like a, let's just say like a 25 by 25 foot square area. And he goes, 
They are going to demonstrate the power of the White Lotus, and it's going to be just a short little skirmish, just to show what they can do. You ready, girlfriend? I mean, yeah. You know. Alright, let's, let's get the show on the road. I don't want to. You can sleep on Iro when we get back. All right. So, do you guys are you guys ready to walk on up? Yes. Yep. <laughs> you guys walk up. Uh, Dini kind of just gestures to the to the musicians to start playing something a little more uh, in line with this, and uh, you guys see two guards are standing in front of you. Uh, if you guys want to give a perception check, you can. Otherwise, you can just roll for initiative. I'm going to give a, a perceptive check. Okay. I Do I roll level. initiative with disadvantage? Uh, since it's not an ability check, I don't think you do. So, 13 on, perspe- on okay. perception. And for initiative, I wrote a 16. 16? My initiative is 15. Okay, so we've got ourselves a nice little skirmish about to happen. And for your perception check, you can tell, at the very least with your experience being one, you can tell one of these uh, guards is a waterman. I think and I think that Houdini is more has, has more insight than anybody in the building. And it is your turn, Kevin. Go ahead. Okay. I you say uh, everything in here is uh, twenty uh, twenty feet. Yeah, you guys have about twenty five feet of uh, space in this battle. And were we able to bring our weapons with us? No one stopped you. Hell yeah. Oh lord, a girl got a, a drunk girl got a gun. <laughs> I, I just realized that. <laughs> now, is she drunk enough to realize that's a bad idea? <laughs> Alright, Kevin, what do you do? Kevin is pulling out his spear. That huh? he that he's pulling, uh, like, you know how some people uh, had a shotgun in their back? I mm-hmm. just pull out my spear and I'm going to attack uh, one of these guards. I have no idea what the other one is, right? All, all, all I know is one of them is a waterbender. Right. So I am going to, because I know they're a waterbender, I'm going to use an ice shard. You're going to use an ice shard? Mm hmm. I'm going to use my right. spear. I'm going to use my ice shard. Your, your basic technique? Yeah. Alright, so does this mean that you don't pull out your, uh... Yeah. Spear? Yeah, I'm going to pull that spear back. And I'm going to put... I'm going to use ice shard. Use my water skin. Because I just realized, that's a water vendor, and I am not going to get trapped. <laughs> so, okay, so you... Um, so I point to I point at a range, sheaves of ice, 
of ice rains on a creature in five foot sphere. Every creature in that sphere must make a deck save or take 1d4 cold damage. It just so it range, it's only gonna hit waterbender. So the waterbender is gonna make a dexterity and get a 17. Does that beat your DC? Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Right. So success means it takes no damage, or...? It takes no damage. Okay. So you and... go ahead and cast Ice Shards, and this uh, Waterbender just kind of dodges and ducks out of the way. Ah, snaps. Well, that is my turn. Alright. Taro, it's your turn. How many people were here? Uh, there's only two people in front of you. Okay, well, I need to pull up what all my things are. I forgot. Um, can you hear my dog? Yes. A little bit. Okay, well, Rudy, stop. Okay, um, I'm gonna do Control Earth. Uh, I'm gonna do the, you can bury a single enemy under the rocks dealing 2d6 bludgeoning damage. Do I, do I need a roll for that? This, I will say you will have to make a spell attack. And which okay. one are you trying to hit? Um, the one that Kevin didn't hit. Okay. Um, do I roll that at disadvantage too, or no? No, you don't roll your attacks at disadvantage yet. Okay. Yet. <laughs> don't worry, Kevin already pulled off the drinking wagon. For now. Okay, I rolled 14, and then... Plus my spell attack bonus, right? Spell attack, yeah. Okay, so plus five, 19. Alright, you said 19? Yep. Alright. This one that you are trying to hit is going to... He's going to use his reaction and create Earth Barrier. So explain what your... Explain what your attack does, and I'll explain what he does in response. Or how it looks. How yours looks, and I'll explain. Yeah, okay, um, so I basically control the earth that's um, like underneath his feet and it comes up and around him, pulling him underground. And what he does in response is he just slams his foot down to create uh, his pocket of earth that you, uh, that he now is affecting and just kind of moves himself out of the way of it. <sighs> okay. And is that everything that you can or want to do? Um, would that have been a melee attack or no? Uh, no, that's a ranged attack. Okay, then never mind. <laughs> Alright, next up we have that same Earthbender that you tried to attack. He is going to... going to do Earth Spikes on you, Taro. So what he's going to do is he's going to uh, slam one of his feet down and then raises his hand up. And under you, Taro, you feel the earth start to rumble as earthen spikes start to shoot up from it. Uh, what you would need to do is make a, a dexterity saving throw. Is that with disadvantage? Yeah. No, because this is that since it's a saving throw, you don't get disadvantage yet. Unless you want to take a quick swig of something okay. before you do this. Um, no, I'm okay. <laughs> uh, that is a... 6 plus 3, 9. Alright, that does not pass. So, as you... 
feel- I think I'll have something against, like, being knocked down as an Earth Bender. Uh, that would like that. be... Uh, I think what you're talking about, I think I know what you're talking about. It's on, uh... Solid footing. When walking on Earth, Earth, terrain cannot be difficult for you. Yeah, that doesn't say anything about getting knocked prone. Okay. This means that if you were to run through this area that he's doing something on, uh, it won't be difficult to uh, terrain for you, so it won't take any additional movement. Okay, then. Mm -hmm. But he is going to, creating these earthen spikes at your feet, he's going to hit you for 1d8 bludgeoning. Hits you for 7 bludgeoning damage as, as these spikes come up and uh, pierce against your chest. Love that for me. I think that is all that he can do because he doesn't have anything extra for bonus actions. Uh, so next up is the waterbender, and the waterbender is going to going to be fighting you, Kevin. Okay. All right, so he's going to run up to about 15 feet from you uh, and cast water timber. So as he's running up, he's using the water that was left on the ground from the ice shards that you try to make to create this uh, tentacle-like. Uh, uh, appendage on the ground and he's going to have it attack you uh, so it's lashing out towards you and it has to make a melee spell attack he definitely misses uh, so he's going to tell it to attack you and as it goes to try to whip you just kind of duck under in a very waterbender like uh, movement and it just kind of cracks uh, against the air where you would have been standing. I know the feeling. <laughs> and I think that's all he can do. Uh, <laughs> and he just kind of nods solemnly to you. Uh, it is your turn, Kevin. Okay. I think his water syndrome. I'm like, yeah, I know your pain. Pulling the water up to me, and I'm going to cast Water Bolt. Are you using the water that he's using his tendril on? Yeah. Or his tendril is still there. His water tendril is still there and it's still under his uh, control. This acts as a concentration. So as he, as it gotcha. goes to crack at you, it's still in its idle stance now waiting. Okay. Oh, I still got my rosé in my hand. So I'm going to pull... You've been fighting this whole time with a wine glass? Yeah! In your hand? He I was putting Taro's glass. I never, I don't know how to chance to put my glass there. Yeah. Taro, how do you, Taro, how do you feel about that? Kevin's, your... Kevin's wine bending. Do you guys see this? <laughs> he he had your drink taken away, and he's sitting there sipping on his like he's above you or something. What's going on? He's with that? like, I no. think he's playing God right now. No, I was just, I just saw you just. Polish your really, really strong drink. Talk and I only took to a couple of uh -huh. and, and you had two of them. I only still have this one drink I've been sipping the entire time. You can't listen, you you little baby. It's okay. We all can't be heavy drinkers. 
as a butler comes up to you, Taro, and is like, Man, would you like another glass? No, get out! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but you yeah, can't take this wine glass from me. <laughs> so I pull out my water skin and, and firing water bolt. Okay, you used your water skin when using um, ice shards prior. This waterbender is using the water from that. How many... I would say you can use what's in that water skin one more time. You have enough for that one other ability. Gotcha. All right. So what are you That's... casting? Water bolt? Mm-hmm. But this okay. one, I think I'll be using my, um, um, my uh, spell attack for it. Make a ranged spell attack. 13 plus 4. That is, that's a 17 hit. A 17 hits. Yay! And... Oh, shoot. Let me go. Oh, there you go. Let me roll for damage. Bludgeoning damage. And please make a strength saving throw. Alright, it got a, an 18. Yeah, you, you, you're you good. And you oh. got a 7 for bludgeoning damage. Alright. Dude, if I got hit, are you going to make a con save? For the uh, concentration? Yeah. Yep, he held concentration. He got you're a like 17. So go ahead and describe how this whip looks like as it hits this guy. Bolt. Mm-hmm. It's a water bolt. Well, just yeah. Explain how it how it looks. I summon the last waters of of my of my skin, and I just threw it dead at the guy. Then a mass. All right. Yep. It hits him straight in the chest. He kind of knocks back a little bit, but his tendril is still standing strong. Taro, it's your turn. Okay, you're gonna love me. I want to do mm-hmm. rock form on the waterbender. On the waterbender? Yeah. I don't want to be fighting Earth against Earth. Alright. Describe how this looks. (laughs) Okay. Um, A very large chunk of Earth from, I guess, in front of me just comes out from the Earth and towers above the waterbender and slams down into him. Alright, and since that does not require any kind of save, go ahead and just roll for the damage. Is it so? That is 3d6. Okay, let me find my. Oh, it's like a normal dice, okay. You said 3? 3d6, yep. Uh, 4, 5, 6, 7 damage. 7 more damage? Alright. Yes. Alright, so this giant rock slams down on this waterbender. It tries to bend its water to do something, try to get it out of the way or anything, and now it must roll concentration and roll the natural one. So this rock slams down hard against this uh, waterbender, and he just, the tendril just kind of falls as he does as well, and he gets back up ready to try to attack again, but he's definitely not looking as good. And then, um, as a a bonus action, I'm gonna um, spend one chi point to bend some, bend me some nice rock boots. Oh, there you go. 
right, describe what that looks like, and I'll tell the listeners what that does. Um, yeah, so I, as this waterbender gets crushed, I'm like, I got a really big smiley grin on, um, and then the earth from underneath my feet crawl up my um, feet to make rock boots. Yep, and rock boots in, in our uh, avatar D&D is basically, it allows her from having advantage against being knocked prone and shoved, and she also gets a movement speed increase of 10 feet, as long as she's on solid rock. And that'll be your turn? Yep. Alright, next up we've got our earthen friend over there. What he's gonna do is he's gonna look over at Kevin and cast earthen grasps. Grasp. So what he's gonna do in the same way that, uh, for the listeners, the person that was trying to capture Jaeger with their mo- their hands with their movements as they move forward, pull it back, and do a clinch. And Kevin, you start to feel the earth around you kind of like almost entangle you. Uh, and you're going to have to make a strength saving throw. Strength? Okay. Strength. 18 plus 1. Alright, that passes. So you're able to just kind of move yourself out of the way as you see this uh, almost Venus flytrap looking clothes of Earth where you were just standing. Unless you're paying to, uh, to, to dry cleaner for this, don't try, bub. I can see you say that and then take a sip of your wine. Remember, I took and, uh, I asked the butler to take the wine away. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> had them take it away? Yeah. Uh, and the Earthbender liked the idea that Taro did, so he's going to use one of his chi points and cast Rock Boots as well on himself. Next up, we've got our Waterbender. And the Waterbender, because of the water that's on the ground from the tendril that he had is going to infuse the water around him to wrap around his hand as he just runs up to try to punch Taro in the face. That's cute. <laughs> I punch. Yeah. So let's see. Oh yeah, he misses. Uh, he goes to try to swing at you and Maybe some of it has to do with just how drunk you feel, and another part just has to do with how good you can fight. But you're able to just kind of dodge out of the way of this dude's uh, icy strike. Better luck next time, bub. As he just goes over to the side. And finally, you hear a a gong noise or whatever. Uh, And you stop, you look over, and you see Deanie had this big hammer that just hit, or this mallet that hit uh, the gong. Goes back up to the microphone and he goes give it up for the white lotus that was quite a show quite a show and they all start everybody around starts clapping um you guys are kind of still in your your fighting uh stance so are the guards the guards kind of narrow their eyes just a little bit to you before they drop their hands uh, at their sides the earthbender gets rid of his boots and then they both just kind of part away from you guys as the crowd Starts circling back into this 25-foot square. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Book 1 Search, Episode 13, Kevin and Taro, Part 1, High Fashion. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter under the name Dicebenders D&D, all one word. And join us in our Discord. Links are in the description. 
This is a homebrew D&D 5e live action playcast using class models partially based on dndwiki.com. This game is set in the world of Avatar, created by Brike, published by Nickelodeon. All credits for music and sounds will be found in the show notes. The new Bender classes are ready for playtesting. Drop by our Discord and tell us what element you'd like to bend to get a chance to use them, and leave us comments or concerns. Also, with our stream special, October 24th, we're doing a Q&A, so leave us a question wherever you find us and we'll answer it live there on YouTube. Take care, lovelies. We love you all.